0: Manodri shamidam dvaitam yakin chitsacharacharam manasyoshamani baba dvaitam naivo It is normally told that this universe of duality, which is movable and immovable, all put together, is seen only because the mind. Because of the mind, the duality comes in. And when the duality is never ex- experienced in the mind is not there. Example, when you're sleeping. So in that case, it is not permanent at all. So this is a small capsule to remind us. It's a very small capsule to remind us that it's all because of mind. If you go into quietitude, everything becomes quiet even when you're not sleeping. It's just the mind making that noise. So if you are able to some way or other, stop their mind talking to yourself or throwing up ideas, then you are almost there. That's why Sanjay San, San, is always insisting on silence, silence, silence. So let us be in silence.
1: Beautiful, yeah. And <clears throat> I have to say this is the truth. You can keep hearing again and again and again. But somehow, our intellect and mind, they are not capable of digesting it. Because the problem is, the moment they are capable, it is death of them. It is, uh, it is you are free of bondage. That is why, if you see what Nilakantanji just said, this shloka, It is known as Ajati Vada, that theory of non-existence, nothing exists. But if I tell anyone like this, it is, people will outrightly reject. It will be becoming like, more like intellectual thing that nothing exists. I'm seeing my body, I'm seeing my mind. I can pinch myself, I know that I'm alive. That's the way we know I'm not in dream, I'm in reality, I have this body and to say, to refute not just this body or this mind, we are saying nothing exists. One is to say that these things exist, but they have a, a partial existence or relative existence, and uh, and then they exist, but the reality is that there is a substrata of um, consciousness on which it all manifests. But Ajati Wad says, nothing actually exists, nothing exists except you as the self, nothing exists, rest is all dream, though it is a dream, multidimensional, feeling things, touching, but just remember the dream which you have at night, that is also multidimensional, you taste food, you have fragrance, you feel whatever it's happening. So this and that is not different though it looks more prolonged. That is the only difference but there is no difference. So telling about this Ajati to someone who has not even gone deeper into it. It is so difficult. It is so difficult. So these types of things to introduce slowly is the best medicine. If you give a big medicine to start with. The person can just uh, collapse, like he will reject, he will just run away. So that is the reason why we start sometimes the spiritual journey very slowly. And we start the spiritual journey with some concepts which eventually you will realize that it was all illusion. Even those concepts were illusion. But you start somewhere, you start from forms. And that is so beautiful if you see in religions like in in Hinduism, we, we adore forms and idol worship and all. The reason is very simple. If you believe that you have a form, then what is harm in believing that God has a form? When you know that you are formless, then there is no God for you as form. It is so simple as that. Because the mind can grasp what it knows. When you go beyond mind, you enter into your formless awareness. Then all forms disappear. Then if someone, when you are really a mature spiritual seeker, then these concepts seeps in. They are not foreign to you. So the the importance is step-by-step approach into that awareness. If you see what Bhagwan used to say about Arunachala, he used to say that it is a hill, it has a form, it is God. And because you believe you have a form, you have a body, so it also has a form. So what is wrong with that? The moment you realize your own awareness as your pure self, you will realize Arunachala is also formless it goes hand in hand the moment your concept of body form disappear the body form of every form disappears from that so all these three things exist together this whole word this body form and also god concept because god is also a concept in this Body form, which you some people call jiva or soul, and then God, and then word. But all these three things disappear as soon as you know the self. Then self is everything. And because for some people it's blasphemy to say that you exist and no God exists, it is it is the most difficult reality. To digest by anyone, including spiritual seeker.
0: Yeah, it can be the other way around. You don't exist, God only exists. <laughs> if you put it the other way around, maybe it's more palatable.
1: Yeah. But as Bhagwan always said, self, he never actually deterred from it. He always said, Ki you exist, you as consciousness always existed. He always called it self only. He never called it by any other name self. Now what is self? If if you want the God to exist then God has to be self only, nothing else because there is nothing beyond self, nothing separate from self. But yes the concept of God in our mind right now what it is in form of duality that disappears, that has to go because when when we are knowing that this self is everything that is ultimate then you are making god as not ultimate you are keeping god as a, uh, as just a vision of self so you are bringing god uh, to a level lower level than what you are so so you you will disagree with this type of concept of duality in which self is something and the god is an illusion so the best way to understand this is that what that absolute is you only, I am that I am. Not as a concept, as the truth, even if you see people like Buddha, he never said anything for yes or for no whether God exists or not, with a simple reason. Because he knew what the the people think about God as. And that God definitely never exists. It is only a concept. And the God what is there in you is always that self, that pure in your heart. None other than you. You call it self, you call it God, you call it Brahman. It doesn't change, it is that same eternal changeless reality, which is you. Understanding this is a different thing, but knowing this is a completely different thing. Because all our journey from where we start, whether whatever someone says about spiritual journey, it always starts from the mind only. You don't start from outside mind, you start from mind. Because okay. the attention what you use is that, that is also of the mind. Like, you know, we say the mind is not attentive, my attention is not going into it, uh-huh. I'm a bit drowsy. So, if you see, basically it is all coming through, attention is coming through that mind. Now the moment that mind rather than going external into things and beings and what is happening and what is and the thoughts driving. Thoughts are the one which are the vehicles to drive my mind outwardly. That is why if you see in all spiritual disciplines we are always after these negation of thoughts. Don't entertain them. Don't engage with them. Don't own them, don't think they are for you, because that takes mind outward. Same mind you have to take inward. Same mind. No, we don't have two minds. The same mind which is actively going outward becomes passive, becomes still, becomes pure. When it is not directed by any thought to move outward for anything. You can see there are people of different grades who are using PIND at different level. Some you will see and you will notice even uh, in train or in public places, they are just always looking around this, that, very fidgety. They are always um, anxious about things, uh, checking their cars 10 times, you know, whether it's being logged or suspicious of people around you and looking into the other cars when the car stops or whatever it is so the mind is in full speed and they they can be rocking they can't stay still their legs are moving or whatever it is so anxiety is also that racing thoughts create anxiety or panic that is the other extreme it is going then you see the slowly some people are very cool calm they respond slowly their mind is more settled still there are thoughts but um, it is good then comes a sage who's who has completely stopped the mind there is no thought going on even if a thought comes he can watch it and it is his with his will with his intuitive will he can entertain it to accomplish a task or he can just leave it but those thoughts are not bothering him at any stage at any time for any reason he is so settled in his own pure awareness. Awareness and mind or thoughts are two separate things. We think that consciousness is in the mind, but there are times when mind is not at all conscious. Mind itself is dead. As in deep sleep every night, the mind is just gone. Though you can say that you are not conscious, but in that state you are still alive without mind and so though you are not conscious of that aliveness there is peace there is bliss but but if you stay with this consciousness as only consciousness nothing else but consciousness and don't Identify yourself with thoughts, with emotions, with sensations, with bodily changes, with thoughts coming. And question every time you get entangled in a thought that it can't be for me. It cannot be for me for any reason. Because I'm not this body. It is a dream body with dream thoughts from a dream mind in a dream world. And just keep watching that not like a paranoid watching, just stay as awareness. Awareness is actually not doing anything in this external world. It is just witnessing whatever is happening. It is You can't even say uninvolved. It is just a witness. It has, it has no clue about the suffering of the body, suffering of the mind. It is always in bliss body is suffering, mind is suffering, mind is going here and there. But who is this who thinks that he is this body and he is the one who is suffering and whose thoughts are making him suffer? Who is that? That is an illusion. We all are that pure awareness which is unchanging witness to whatever is happening. It is never ever involved. Though a sage might also say in day-to-day activities that I am thinking to do this because there is no other way to convey what the body wants to convey because there are not two eyes, there is only one eye. But internally he is so clear that the body is doing this action and I am just watching it. I am not a doer. For day-to-day conversations, he might use the same language as anyone else. But internally, he is so clear that things are happening on an automated mode. Nobody is doing it. It's only the one who is still in grip of ego thinks he is doing, he is suffering. Or there is resistance in what he wants to do. People say... Nothing is going right in my life, you know, everything is upside down. You ask them, what is not going right? They will say, oh, I planned this, this is not happening. I planned this, this is not happening. I had loss, I planned this. So I planned this and this is not happening. Both are myth. Because nobody is planning, things just happens. But because we have this ego, which thinks it is doing and it has control, And the moment things are not happening the way you want, you suffer. But let's say, right now, you acknowledge that the body, what it goes through is already written, it's a script already done. So, and it is just happening on its own. Actually, tell me how relaxing it would be if you have no luggage on your head. You don't have to decide for anything. That absolute is deciding everything, good or bad. You just have to go on this ride as a witness. That's all. It will take you like a roller coaster or all those uh, joy rides in theme parks. You can't decide where it will turn, whatever it will go, it will go up and you down. And why you enjoy? Because you just hold on tight, you have faith that it's not going to break or fail or any problem and it will take you back to where it started from. That is what it is, isn't it? And it lasts for two minutes or um, three minutes, but you have full faith in the manufacturer of that instrument, you have... You know that it is a joyride. You know it could be scary, but you don't worry because you know that at the end, you will be safe. And you hold on to it and the joyride goes and everyone enjoys at the end. Why can't we do right now? We are all on this joyride in this body. We have been given this mind and we are sitting there and nothing is in our control and just enjoy. How long is this life in this body? Tell me, 100 years? Can you stay happy for 100 years, having faith in this joyride given by that absolute? If you can do that, you are free. Another word which we use for this faith is surrender. You surrender to that absolute, whatever is happening. And when you surrender, there is no complaint, isn't it? But see what we do. Everyone complains. Morning we wake up. Oh, what a gloomy weather. It is so moist. It's raining for last three days in Melbourne. There's no sunshine. You know, we start complaining. Everything we complain. Everything we complain. And see, three days before, it was so sunny. It was quite hot. And then also we were complaining. It was so hot so the thing is that this one who always complains who is never happy sometimes it is some sometimes it's happy also sometimes it feels very elated when things happens the way you want your, your ego wants then it is happy and when it, the things are happening not the way it wants then it is unhappy but let's say we today we just stay on this joyride ride and and, and bhagwan's golden words keep quiet, keep quiet, keep quiet is not speaking here but not in the mind because first you think how to criticize, how to judge, how to analyze, how to like, how to dislike, nobody uses this term dislike nowadays, they use the term hate, I hate this, we are using so strong emotions in everything, not just, I thought it was kids using but I see all even adults use this word hate, I hate this. Even for simple thing like a poor food, which has not done any harm to you, you say, I hate it. I don't know. You can say, I don't like it. Or you can say, I try to avoid it. But why to hate that food or fruit or <laughs> whatever it is? We use so strong because this ego is very strong. Understand the, the language what ego uses is very bad. I remember Neelakantanji last time, or I don't know when he, one time he told about Shankaracharya, when he was leaving the body, last uh, statement he gave to his uh, disciples. And in that he he said this thing, that don't use any harsh word. Actually, all these are harsh words, if you see, even for things, beings, the way we treat You know, when you have strong likings and dislikings, all that disliking becomes harsher. And when you have a strong liking for things, then, then it eventually shows that there's a disliking for others. Let's say in a group of few friends now, I say that I love this. I love James. You know, James is my closest friend. You know, I can die for him. That means other 10 are not that close. That is what it implies, isn't it? that he is close and others are not close. This, this is the language we use all the time and we all the time hurt others. Ego only knows how to hurt others. Even if it wants to praise, it will praise one and it will hurt others. That is the role of ego. It shows that fake love to one person showing importance and in lieu of that, it, it causes problem with all the rest of the people and this is the all the gossip goes on among friends and family and all resistance and animosity because of this ego. When you have no ego, nothing can go wrong in that sense because love is like sunshine. It is equal, going equal to everyone. No strangers, no family people, no close group, no groupism. It doesn't know anything like that. Ego knows all these things. Ego knows how to make a group. We make groups on different levels for different reasons. All selfish reasons. Understand this, that all these teachings or simple pure teachings, they are so good. They are so important. And then The love what we talk is always give and take relationship. There's no give and take it. There's only give. Just like sunshine. Sun is shining on everything. It cannot decide that I will choose this and I will reject this. No rejection. That is why practicing total acceptance can silence your mind. Because mind is always about I don't like this. This thing should be like this. You know, or trying to modify things, or expert comments, you can say. It gives its two cents of advice all the time for every activity going around us. And we are happy because it keeps us busy as if we are doing something really important. All useless talk. When you surrender, you surrender only your mind. Nothing else. Surrender your ego and see what you come out after this surrender. Don't think you surrender is looks like a huge big word like how can I surrender. You are surrendering surrendering only garbage to God. Nothing else. You are surrendering garbage to become God. So our journey is from garbage to God actually. And we hold on to all these grudges and, you know, I am special and, you know, others. But in reality, others are also the part of the same dream coming through through your mind, projecting you as a body, others as separate and then the whole world. How beautiful it is done. Every day, same mind tries to give us a clue in our dream that, look, I'm doing it again. Every night, everyone dreams and it the clue comes to us every night that, look, I am giving you a body and other bodies and word. And then comes this morning awaking dream in which we get lost again. And we say, no, this is awakening. This is awakening. Real awakening is to know that this is also dream, exactly like dream at night. In this dream also, all this what we see is coming from the same mind of ours so people what they are doing to us is our mind's projection good or bad believe it whom to blame whom would you blame if it is your dream and to know it keep quiet at least for a few hours or few days or few weeks and see how beautifully you can move out of this dream. The dream continues, but you are not entering. You are actually never in this dream. It is just, it is so beautiful. Understand where the problem is. Then all our talks about others and problems in life and my life. When we say my life, we think our life is this body-mind. But in reality, my life is all life. I am this life. Let's say right now, I'm still in grip of Maya, illusion, mind. But at least this much, we can understand that this whole thing, what I see, is projection of the mind. Everything is coming to me or... Liking me or disliking me or criticizing me or appreciating me is all coming, all this is coming in my movie, coming from my mind. So at least we should stop blaming others and stop taking credit for this body. Because let's say some you achieve something in life. There is so many things around you have to go right, isn't it? Then only in awakening dream you achieve. So credit goes to your whole dream world, whatever it is. There is nothing personal. This personal is an illusion. There is nothing personal in it. There is no individuality. You are not an individual. You are everything. Either you are everything or you are nothing. If you call it a dream, then you are nothing. And if you believe in this, what is going on, then you are everything. When you are everything, then whom to blame, whom to give credit or discredit. Just stay, just watch, just be happy. You are correcting some things in this dream, but just be aware. Always remember that awareness. Be in that awareness. Always remember. You know some people say that you have to remember God. Remember God all the time. Remember God. It is not different. Remember yourself. That is that. That pure. That unchanging. Unchanging, pure. Untainted, uninvolved. See how many times you slip when you are interacting with people. How many times how many times we fall down from this grace and we become selfish? Whenever we are thinking about this body-mind, we are selfish. When we are not thinking anything, then we are in that grace. Even when, let's say, from tomorrow you start thinking about only about others, that is also dream only, that is also your ignorance. Some people go this other way, that ego is very smart, it does not want to die. So they say, oh, I, I have heard this, a lot of people say like this, I that look I do three acts, good acts a day. I don't know how they choose to remember three good acts, so that means fourth they will not do. Or if they have done only two, then they will not go back home till they do the third one. All this is games of ego, you know, it can play in so many different ways. You just stay as awareness, and all goodness will come through it. You don't have to look to do anything good. That awareness itself is goodness. It will bless your body, it will bless your mind, it will bless everything around you. And whoever has that patrata that qualification to take that grace will take that grace even this body mind will take that grace if it definitely this is the first one to receive that grace because without that sharanagati without that surrender to that grace how can this body be purified and then mind mind First time it knows that I was doing a big sin. This is a sin when we start owning things, body and mind. And we think that we are the owner of it. This is the sin because it all belongs to the Lord. Everything, this body and mind, doesn't belong to you. You are here just for the joyride. Enjoy that joyride without any ownership of the body-mind leave aside the ownership of other things in life what we have accumulated that also you just enjoy like a guest when you give up the ownership of the body-mind then it is so beautiful and I will tell you till we continue with the ownership of the body-mind we will get slaps from the God we get good thrashing That thrashing is called as law of karma. Because what ego does? Ego is so selfish. It always thinks about itself. It wants to eat all the best stuff and then gets type 2 diabetes. Then requires insulin. Because it is just after food. Understand where the problem is. Understand that if you are taking the Lord's position that I can do it, isn't it it, when I'm telling you the truth that it's all governed by that absolute? And you, rather than acknowledging that entity, you take control, no, I will do it, I will prove who am I. You don't know who am I, I'm a big man. This big man will one day will get his lesson. And we get lessons but we don't learn. So then the lessons people who don't learn then they have to go through so many things, so many yonis, so many different bodies animals, birds insects, whatever it could be. Who knows? So best way to get out of this Maze is surrender to that absolute, whatever he is giving or not giving, it is none of my business. Whatever he has given, accepting it and having gratitude and just watching the show. Keep quiet, that's all. The moment you you start behaving like that, this is actually behaving that manifest that actually now knows that you are at the right track. So it manifests from you, from within you. And it shows you that what you are. Because now you are a deserving candidate to know the truth. Before that you are not deserving. No ego has ever known the God. No ego can know God. And no one with intention Of doership can be liberated because God says if you are a doer you know everything then who am I he just moves out he keeps his doors closed in your heart he never comes out he thinks this man is bloody so smart let him do what he wants to do one day he will realize you know so when you have your own plans and God has other plans then there's resistance And then you go to these courses of power of mind and you know, you can achieve it and you can do it and you read all motivational books and then you work hard and then you're losing all the things, good stuff. You're getting aggressive, angry, egoistic, but you are getting, achieving those things. One day you fall flat. In this journey of achievement, you are left alone with your big ego. and the god's doors are shut really hard you it will not open till you start melting down so you have created so much of blockage within you to go back home understand this is the problem if we understand this then You will be the last person in the queue, you will be the most humble person, most simple person. You will walk with a bit stooped posture rather than you know, some people walk like their chin up and their shoulders down as if they are the kings and everyone is stupid you know. Humbleness should be there. only. You, to know God, you have to be very pure, very humble, very down to earth. Not externally, internally. Internally, you should be crying for it, like a baby. We are all baby. Your ego should become like a baby and then disappear. An adult, strong man, strong-minded, will never know what God is. He will keep searching, searching but will never find. You have to disappear to know Him. Earnestness, humbleness, honesty. Definitely you have to be good also. Because all the qualities which we acquire as ego are the bad qualities, because it is competition, we and others. If I don't get it, someone else will get it, and I will lose, and I will be the loser. And if I achieve something, then people will appreciate me. So I want to achieve. The more this feeling of achievement is there, more we can take a wrong path. We can do wrong things to others. We can create wars in the world. God is in all of us. No one is without it. That pure self. And to know the pure self, we have to keep quiet. Keep quiet with all our grievances. Because all our grievances are the way we want things to be happening. We are too much for our rights. That is why it is very easy for a, for a simple villager to know God rather than the one who has wealth, name, fame, Money, because the problem is he thinks he has acquired it. And now he is so big. He does not give credit to that God who has given this beautiful script for him to make him rich or whatever. He has been given a better role in a way. He should be humble. It is. It is kripa. It is grace. This life is a grace. Grace to everyone. The more you acquire, the more you think that you have achieved it. If you remember that God within you, it will keep you grounded all the time because you know where everything is coming from. Everything is coming from there only. You know in Hindi there is a beautiful bhajan in which there is one line Tera tujko arpan kya lage mera It is yours only and I am giving back to you. It is not, I'm not, I I'm have not earned anything which I am giving back to you. You have only given me and I am giving back to you. So it is like taking from God, giving back to God. I think Bhagwan explained or someone explained that it is like a Ganesha made up of sweet. You take out sweet from it and you give it back to Ganesha, That sweet from that only, giving back to it, from it only.
0: Yeah. From the totality, take out totality and give it to totality. So totality doesn't
1: diminish. Understand where we have to correct. It is notional correction. Once we have corrected the way we live, I'll tell you life will be so pleasant, so blissful. Because your eyes will not find any stranger in the world. That eye of wisdom, eye of wisdom will move your eyes. Your eyes will always have love. It can't have hate because it knows that it's all creation coming from that pure self, that God. Everything is God. It is not an intellectual thing. It is not something which you read in a book and then you follow. Go within and find the truth. Then there will be real love. People can do it. They can grow. They say, "I am, as a person, I am growing. There are a lot of self-growth books nowadays. But then ego will still stay there. Maybe it might increase. Go within, find the truth. The truth is so pure, it will change everything. That person will disappear. And that godliness, that divinity in us is actually all the good qualities which even the ego shows from time to time. It borrows from that only. From that light of pure consciousness. What meditation do you want to do to understand it? You just have to silence this mind. And to silence this mind, you have to know the truth. To know the truth, you have to keep quiet. And slowly and slowly, this superimposed mind will detach from you to an extent that it will be lying in your feet. People talk about disturbance from mind, people talk about suffering from mind, fear because they have made mind as their Lord, not the Lord as their Lord. Just pay attention to this awareness, this witness. Don't try to make your mind as witness, mind can also become witness and can be just in front and will hide the pure awareness. And then say, yes, I am aware, I am this, I am. Will take pride of all the um, understanding. It can happen like that as well. But then there are beautiful tests Are you feeling that bliss? Are you feeling that contentment? Are you feeling some silence? Are you feeling love for beings? Are you less selfish? Are you only not thinking about yourself or are you thinking about others? How do you treat others? I'll tell you, even a sage, an enlightened sage wants to hide this love, throwing stones on others. Some of them do it. Still can't hide it. So, even your external acts, even fake acts to hide it, will cannot hide it. It's so beautiful. Once it takes over the control of this body-mind, the real ruler, understand that we as ego are only employees of this employer, pure self. And you have to be honest employer. Employee, you have to be honest employee. If you are dishonest, you start thinking that you own this business. You own this business of this world. That is the way we all behave, isn't it? Like, you know, let's say a movie, director is directing a movie and each actor start behaving in a stupid way thinking that he's directing the movie how chaotic that movie will be they are all trying to act in their own way director is saying come on I've written this script this is your role you do this you learn these dialogues you have to speak this and just don't think don't use your mind Just follow what is being given. Please, for God's sake. They say, no, I can achieve it. I can do my own role in my own way. Who are you? Can you make that movie work? Then that movie will be like this world: All chaotic wars, corruption, you know. Look how, this is the tail end of Kali Yuga. How badly everything is happening around us. The COVID comes and people are dying and then the wars are going on. My God, it's all because of this. They they don't listen to the director. Everyone is becoming director of their own movie. We are all in one movie. It's all being written, but we are just trying to do our own act in our own way. And what have we done with earth? We have poisoned everything. Our earth, our air, our water. It is the tail end, the game has to finish. One of my patients saw me today and she was supposed to be going to Croatia. I said, how come you came to see me? She said, I canceled my trip because there's an imminent war going to happen in Europe. I said, I didn't hear about it. She said, no, it's going to happen soon. I said, okay. So look, this is the thing, this, this, what are we doing, you know? So coming back to this pure self, just don't worry about this outside. Outside will be much more dramatic, you know, as the things are going. Understand that how this dream is going. Because everyone is having a mind. Everyone has been given given this gadget called as mind which everyone is abusing and misusing, creating this drama. Smart person will be the one who leave everything as it is. And as a good employee, what employer is given, just doing it without complaint and just watching it giving perfect silence to the mind when thoughts arise see what these thoughts are saying what they come for whom they address all thoughts comes for this ego for self-interest to find you something better for whatever your interest is in but let's say you have hundred percent acceptance to whatever this absolute which you can call God is providing us you are contented you're happy so when the mind brings a complaint register it will be blank isn't it but because of old habits which we have learned from others conditioning culture education mind brings thoughts that because it knows us for a long time like an alcoholic all his old friends will offer him even if he has quit and then he gets into his old habit again so the mind comes like this to us do this, this will be in your benefit, you know, do this, do this, or don't do this. It's all for one body, one mind it talks about. It doesn't talk about anyone else. Even when it talks about anyone else, it talks about through you for your importance, to create importance in you. And when you stay like that. Some people are having, can have mind attacks, big attacks. But just you stay, keep quiet. How long can it create problems? And you don't move from this stillness. You say, I accept whatever the Lord God, whatever that God's name you can call. I'm happy. I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything. Let Him do for me. Whatever He brings, I'm happy. I'm contented. This santosha, this contentment, when it when it is really deep in you, the door opens. The door opens and you see what you are. And you find this jewel. And you have this knowledge that this is nothing but a dream. It is not something you read in a book and then you apply. And I'll tell you again, People who believe in different concepts in life, even in spirituality or religion, they get to it, that is for sure, because that's the power of illusion, maya, it will get you there, whatever you have intense longing. If you think there is another loka, the god is in seventh heaven or something, it will create something like that for you. And it continues. Real freedom is from everything, knowing everything is just an illusion and you are that pure awareness which is sakshi to it, which is witness to it and a witness which is disinterested witness, which is not putting any claim in anything for any reason, that is what you are, that pure self. So what is at the stake in our liberation? All our life, the way we live. Everything. Don't think someone sits five minutes like this and he will attain God. What a stupidity. Do You think God is so cheap? That's what people say. I sit 10 minutes morning. I said, can you sit 10 minutes in the evening? No, I don't have time. I'm very busy. So probably I'll take 10 years to know God because I can only do in mornings, I'm busy in evening. What do you think? We have made God as some commodity. The one who is trying to do like this to know God will never know God. He will know something which he will start calling God. That's all. To know God, you have to give up what you think you are. There is no other way. You can't be both. And to give up what you think you are, you have to keep quiet. That's all. That's the best method. Keep quiet. And in that quietness, in that silence, one fine day, You meet that beloved in your heart. You don't meet, you see, you become, you are, you know it. Understand mind is a machinery to keep you in this world. That's the only function of the mind. It is extrovert, it just moves, picks, does things, that's its job. But when you make it vestigial, when it is sees that, when it surrenders to that, which actually is the the ruler, is the Lord, is the one whom we should surrender, it understands that, then it disappears. God wants total dedication. God wants you to be completely disinterested in everything. Desireless, even one single desire or half a desire will contaminate will contaminate your seeing. In Bhagwan's time, people always ask this question because their mind was full of thousands of desires. And they will put question to Bhagwan. what about if one desire is there or two desires is there. And they will, the ego plays very nicely things because you want some concessions if Bhagwan can give some concessions. So they used to say, what about if uh, I have to defecate that, des- <laughs> that desire? One said these are natural calls, hungry or defecate or whatever, don't worry about those because ego actually tries to cover itself into these petty questions and wants to continue doing all the stupidity of its life. you are your own best judge see the internal environment you know yourself best are you after things or you accept things I believe the one who start accepting things get ten times more and is always content and happy This is the five-star treatment of this awareness to you. And the one who is after it, he might get it. But no peace, no contentment. Understand, when you start accepting, then, then you start giving value to smallest of things in life. You don't take anything as granted. You know I read a story about um, Guru and his chela, his disciple. they were going around and they made a small hut outside the village, just a small hut and they were living there. One day a big storm came and the roof of the hut was blown away. And it was raining. And the disciples said, God, we have never asked you anything. We had only this small hut and that too you have blown away the roof. You know, how can you be like this? And the sage said, God, you are so kind. You're compassionate. You're full of love. I could have never seen such a nice full moon on this rainy day. It is usually covered in cloud. What a beautiful vision. And he prayed to the Lord, how beautiful. Otherwise we would be hiding in this hut rather than seeing this beautiful vision. It all—it It is a different perspective of life, I'll tell you, from ego and from that pure awareness. Same life, but completely different perspective. Life, actually I will tell you, it is the sage only who enjoys life. Rest all suffer. He is the one who is enjoying, fully enjoying. Even a body is deceased or not deceased or people are there or not there or whatever it is. He is the one who is fully enjoying, whether he is rich or whether he is poor, whether he is in forest. He is the one who is, because he is contented. He is in his own bliss. He does not need any second person. He does not, he is not dependent on his senses for gratification. He is not at all slave of the mind anymore. How the how, how this word coming through the mind entices us giving up some money, giving us something. You see all the advertisements, brands and whatever it is, everything is all looks, taste, touch, smell. Fragrances, so costly, which are only chemicals. If you read, there are dozens of chemicals in there, more toxic. You will smell nice and then you will die of cancer. That's what they all have, but they don't write this in their advertisement. You go within and your body will be fragrance. You are that pure fragrance, that awareness. There is nothing more important and more urgent and knowing your own self. Don't miss a chance. Busyness of life will take away this life from you. And all busyness what we talk about is useless. Crap. Satisfying your ego or others ego. Wastage. All our life what we do we Are slaves of these sense organs in the body and then body dies and then who are we? Slave of this body, isn't it? Ego is most foolish illusion. It is slave of this body which is disappearing every moment. More the ego is slave of the body, next birth it will get something which can satisfy that hunger of that sensory pleasure in form of that particular animal or tree or whatever. Some people want to show their body, whatever, male, female. I was reading long, long time back in a book that they become tree. Naked and just empty. What do you want to achieve by pleasing these sense organs? Why don't you please your own self? Be a devotee of it. Know the truth. Be free from this cage. This is a real cage. Whatever you are achieving or not achieving, Actually, all achievers and all losers both are losers. There is nothing to achieve. Let's say tomorrow you die. What are you taking with you? What have you achieved? Then people come with another term known as legacy. This I only heard when I came to this country. Everyone talks about legacy. Legacy. Are Bhai, when you are di- died, who will take see your legacy? You know, Nisargadatta Maharaj, someone told him that we will make a big monument of you. He said, why? He said, because of your legacy. He said, so a dog comes and urinates on that monument. So this is what it is, you know what? Where are we investing all this energy? This all energy we can conserve, bring it to the heart. And see the truth our own self you don't need any mediator this self is the guru self is the real guru guru is sitting here no external guru can help you unless you go within external guru can only tell that go within that's all but then you have to do it no one else can do it for you no one else In outside world, yes, you can have servants, they can do so many things for you. Sometimes there are people who can say they are mediators of God and they can get you out of sin and things. If you believe in all that stupidity, you can go that path. But in truth, you have to do yourself. No one else can do for you. And it is not even doing. It is basically stop doing. And stop doing in your mind that I am a doer. Whenever this ego arises, whenever a doership arises, just say sorry to that pure awareness. It is all. And just keep quiet. You know, there was a very, very pure enlightened soul, this person who wrote I Am That, Nisargadatta Maharaj and he stayed with uh, Bhagawan Ramana Maharishi also. Anyone remembers his name?
0: Morris Friedman? Fragman? Yeah, Maurice yeah. Friedman.
1: Yeah, Morris Friedman. Yeah, Morris Friedman. So, We can learn from Maurice Friedman, how how a sage should live, the way he lived. He tried his best to not leave any trace of his name in anything he did. And he did so many things, you will not even believe it. You know, Dalai Lama would have been killed by Chinese authorities. He was the one who brought him back, moved him to India. He spoke to the Prime Minister of India, Jawaharlal Nehru, and did all these. And he did so many things you will not believe. He wrote Nisarg Maharaj, this epic Bible, you know. I am that. And he also did a lot of stuff at Ramanash. And he did other things also. You can listen to David Godman, how much work he did. And he tried his best to not leave any trace of his name. so this is this is what it is see all these people they are pure presence and we all are like that we are that we just have to work a little bit not too much just fine-tune with that awareness when you sit in your own awareness, when you walk in your awareness, when you talk in your awareness, when awareness is the only goal in your life, then only thing left is awareness. You will not even remember where that identity went away, where it disappeared. It, It will get lost in no time. And it is a bliss indescribable. The peace unknown before. And it is eternal. And it has no pride of anything, about anything. Actually, that body becomes so humble because it thinks that how it came because no one has done that much of Punya good deeds so it can manifest no one but it never sees what you have done before it never sees that it only sees if you are interested in it if you are interested, it will manifest, that's all, it's so simple. And when you are interested in it, then you have no interest in anything, then you only want that. spirituality is a full-time job I have to be very honest with this it's a full-time job the one who is into it leaves can't remember anything he just continues doing things as they are coming so he doesn't bother what needs to be done or this or that and ifs and buts he's already accepting everything as it is because he can't waste time. He's just here. Just tell me, if you are always nagging and looking into the what life is giving, then bloody, can you say you are honest? You are just acting like you are honest, and but you are still finding faults in others or this work or my work or others' work. That's all just crap. The one who is interested has doesn't matter whatever is happening. He puts all his energy there all the time to an extent that I know people who have given up their sleep to be there. Always remembering that. If you are so much into it nothing can stop you it is very easy but it is also very difficult difficult because you have 1000 interest very easy because if you have only this interest it will happen immediately It doesn't take any time. One day, one fine day, when you have given up everything to have vision of that, that fine day, you will be free. And all this preparation of this marathon which is 100 meters race, you continue for so many years. But someone whom whom it clicks can do it within no time. It is all your intensity of longing, that's all. That will take you there, nothing else needed. You don't have to understand any method. People have become jnanis of self-inquiry method and direct path and all. Don't worry about any path. You are that. Love it. Be it. Just be that, that pure silence. Don't give up till you are there. Whatever comes and goes doesn't matter. Whatever anyone says, anything does, just be there. just remember that i amness awareness just be the air only not in your mind not in things not in and you and the beautiful thing you will realize soon that everything just happens but ego can never understand this Nobody does anything, things just happen. Stay in your own pure presence and don't move. And just watch without any judgment, whatever is unfolding with this body, with other bodies, whatever is happening, just watch and the beautiful thing is that you will realize all this coming from the same source and everything is same to an extent that for you it is so difficult to identify which one is not you all coming from that same energy Do you remember when Bhagawan used to eat? He used to distribute in everyone the same because he is not seeing them as other. Part of him only. People wanted his grace. He is saying that grace is flowing to everyone all the time like sunshine. Nothing personal about one person. Love is for everyone. Be that love. Just get absorbed in that love. Thank you, everyone. Sorry, it's a bit more than what we usually do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Sanjay. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you, Sanjay. Thank you. Thank you.